The Grace Cafe with Dwayne Lynch. Real talk in real times. Real situations with real people. Keeping the perspective on God's grace.
resume mistakes in the past It's really not the fault, you see, times are hard And it was probably difficult for my man to find a job Before he was forced, forced to make a living By lying, stealing, and eventually killing No one was born bad, we're all God's kids So who's to really blame for the wrong that he did? And speaking about the law, what are they for? To beat us with a stick face down on the floor You preach and you preach that you want crime to stop If you want crime to stop, stop hiring crooked cops So hear me brother man This week's Grace Perspective. Is it true like your next business venture is going to be documentary? You're doing a documentary, is that true? Um, yeah, I'm working on one. We're we doing a collection of info on Dr. Sebi. Yeah. You know, we just yeah. left his, his space today to get some old products. Oh, yeah. Again, like when I when I when I see a doc on Haiti, mm. it just it, it made me think why people don't know about why they, it gotta be somebody agenda for us to not know about this story. Yeah. So when yeah. I found out about Sebi, and it's really it's about his case that he beat in in 1985. Yeah, that AIDS case. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, oh yeah, I'm familiar why, with that. Why we don't? Why is it that? Like the like the uh, no disrespect like Rosa Parks. We all know about Rosa Parks yeah. didn't get up from mm-hmm. our seat. That's an honorable example of, you know, somebody from our history. Yes, indeed. Sebi going to court and, and 
proven that he cured AIDS. Absolutely. Come on, why we don't know about that? Absolutely. And you know, and then and he just died mysteriously down oh, yeah. there. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And so you know how they play. Oh yeah. You know, niggas just tweet me, hustle, be careful, man. Your plane don't go down. <laughs> I say, you better ride for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Don't don't pray, ride for me. Yeah, I tell them, yeah. But that's heavy. I want to work with you on that. I would love to. Yes, I would indeed. love to. Yeah, there's a lot of people we need to holler at who was, you know, down with, with um, Brother Sebi and who's on that herbal thing who talk about how the pharmaceutical companies are real funny style about people with those natural cures. They'll do pharmaceutical companies. You'll end up with a brain aneurysm yeah, or yeah. you even fell out a window by window. Most, Yeah. 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 A lot of folks who are on that natural um, 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 cure thing yep. wind up slipping on something and yep. falling down. Yep. A lot of them. So we, yep. we got to chop up about that. 100%. Yeah. What's up, family? Welcome back to the Grace Cafe where we talk about real stuff in real times, real situations with real people, but from the perspective of God's grace. We are happy to be back. And but it's uh it's like this this topic is gonna be a touchy, touchy uh subject. You know, the other morning I woke up and I saw on my iPhone, a news report about a rapper that had just been killed in front of his store. Now, as big as a rap star as I am, it didn't really catch me, you know, the 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 whole scope of the situation. And that's why I'm saying that it's 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 gonna be a touchy subject, simply because I saw the news flash on my phone, but it didn't hit me what had really taken place until I came upstairs and I saw my daughter and uh, she was real messed up about the situation. And I, you know, so what I did was I just researched the whole thing. But before, you know, she explained some stuff to me about the guy I've never heard of. I'm probably too old. And, uh, but I had never heard of him. I didn't know who he was. And then she explained to me, you know, the whole situation. And so here's why we're having this podcast because I think, you know, things happen in this country. And it's stuff that happens like right before our eyes and it's messed up. Things like what just happened to this young dude. Uh, things like mass incarceration. Things like, you know, crooked government and all this kind of stuff. And we, you know, and, and we've been taught or we've been programmed to, uh, you know, see it and then don't see it or see it and not react to it or see it, react to it, and then get put in a bad light because you reacted to it, even though it's wrong. And so, I mean, I, I'm, I'm imagining everybody knows actually what I'm talking about or who I'm talking about. We're talking about the rapper Nipsey Hussle, right? And apparently, um, 
This man was shot in front of his store. And, you know, what, you know, I've been watching the news all day. I've been watching interviews with the guy. And in my eyes, I've never, I've never even heard of him. But from the research that I've done, this guy's past life doesn't mean anything. What, may, what matters is what he was doing right now. And today I had my daughter here because I needed a, I needed a point of view from, from a younger generation because a younger generation see things in a totally different light and a totally different perspective than we do. And that's why I have my daughter here today. So, um, D, what's going on? Hello. How you doing? Good. Good. So, in discussing, in discussing this the other day, you explained a lot of things to me about this guy who he's married to and you know, and the things he was doing, things he's doing in the community. Mm -hmm. But the thing that caught me was the fact that, and this is, this is why this podcast is so important, because the one thing that caught me was that you said that he was doing a documentary on Dr. Sebe. Mm -hmm. Now, for those that don't know who Dr. CB is, he is, he was a guy that had a cure for cancer. He had cures for AIDS and it was a holistic, you know, holistic thing. And you can, I mean, the, the message they put out there about this guy was that he was, you know, they arrested him for practicing medicine, um, for illegally practicing medicine. But they didn't really lock him up for illegally practicing medicine. What they did was they locked him up because they he had a cure to something that, he had cures to something that is making them a, a lot of money. And so... As opposed to, you know, uh, giving people this 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 cure or helping people be cured from these things, they killed them. And I'm gonna say that. And it seems like the same thing happened to him because if you look at it in the scope, this what I also understood was that. Nephi said she was going to do the same thing. She went away, never came back. Dr. Sebe, he was arrested. Now, this is the healthiest man on earth. And in a couple of days, you're telling me that this man died from pneumonia. No. Now, Nipsey Hussle is doing a documentary on Dr. CB. And right before he finishes it, he's, and this wasn't just, this wasn't a gang killing. I don't care what anybody says. This wasn't a gang killing or anything like that. This was an execution. But why? 
Why? And I'm saying why because this is the question that my daughter asked me the other day. Why? Why? And that's something that I really can't, I can't, I can explain it to her. That things happen in this, in this realm, let's say this realm, that's not right. And people are looking at right in the face. And it's still wrong. And so, what I want to, what I want to first, the first thing I want to ask you is this. Is that based on what you know about this guy, what was your first thought or what was your first feeling when you heard the news about him? So, um, it was crazy because I think a lot of people actually had this same, this same reasoning. Because um, I had literally just saw a video earlier that morning. Of him and Lauren Lennon, his wife, and they, it was just a, it was a couples. It was a, it was for um, their brand called GQ, and they had did a photo shoot with them as well. And it was a couples game, and she was asking him questions and stuff like that. And you know, you could tell this is someone who was basically her soulmate. And I had, I think everyone had just watched it, mm -hmm. and a matter of hours later, this man is dead. Mm -hmm. And it was like I don't think it was posted that day, but you know it was getting around to people, right. and it was basically when when you find out this dude was dead, it gave a it gave a ghost feeling because for all everyone to say for some reason everyone saw that same video and just watched something about him, and for him to come up dead, it gave a ghost, very dark feeling. And I think that's. And yeah, that's right. it gave a very dark feeling. Now, a lot of people um, are saying, you know, well, why is it? Why is everybody just, you know, you know if pe people who don't understand, let me per se say that, are saying, why is everyone, you know, stressing over this death, particularly, you know, and celebrating move on? You can't move on because this, for some reason, just felt like the last straw with everyone because it was it was surreal it was like a feeling of a lot of people say this is like the feeling of when Tupac was killed this was like the feeling of that this was like the feeling finding out when Michael Jackson died it was surreal it was like what is the, why is this but this was even worse because this man he had no reason to be dead right now so I actually cried because it's because I knew the reason why he was dead. Okay. Um now with you saying that, mm -hmm. you see, I'm not I've never been uh, you know, I've never been a conspiracy theorist or anything like that, mm -hmm. but um with with this situation, see, I I just I take situations I take situations for what they are yeah. first, right? Yeah. But then, um, I take situations for what they are and I move on. Uh -huh. But with this one, yeah. for some some reason, I just had to I had to look into it, yeah. and so you know, I mean, you can you can look at 
a whole lot of black men in history, yeah. you know, and you can look at Martin Luther King, yeah. you can look at Malcolm X, mm -hmm. you can look at, you know, dudes like Pac, you can look at all of these black mm -hmm. men that died way before their time, yeah. and you can say that it was, you can say a whole lot of things, you can say it was just their time, or you could try, because I've also heard that this man was a, a crip, but this man wasn't practicing any of that stuff. He was out of the game. He was doing things in the community. And so, you know, for, for this man to end up and at 33 years old, dead with all the things, and I researched everything, he's doing a lot in the community, the documentary that he's doing was is actually and and I what I don't think I don't think his death was meaningless mm -hmm. because you know Dr. Seabray knew something that everybody needed to know and he's another example everybody we need to know this stuff that that we're not supposed to die from cancer. We're not supposed to die from age. We're not supposed to die from all, the, all these things. And that there's a way to live and 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 live healthy, right? Mm -hmm. Now, you what what is what it what seems like and you and if I'm correct me if I'm wrong, what seems like has happened to me is that the documentary wasn't about what Dr. Seabay was doing. It was about his death and how he just ended up the, the with all the good that he did that he did. There are people walking around today yeah. that had AIDS or that had cancer yeah. and they are walking around living today because of this man. Yeah. And so what it seems like is that Nipsey, am I wrong? Is is was Nipsey Hustle shining a spotlight that this man just died in jail or that he was murdered? Let, you know, this is my, this is my, this is my view. This is all about, this just is our all opinion. our view. This is just our and opinion. And let me take you into this, to this, this new, this new world here. There's a lot of people out here that are trying to be, the, the word conspiracy theories, mm -hmm. they've gotten so bad and it's, it's around the time of people wanting to be woke, and they've they've they still sleep. People call woke, you know, they call that as being you know knowing the background of everything. It's a difference between I don't call myself woke. I call myself paying attention, and and this generation right now. The biggest, biggest, the biggest thing right now, and the biggest distraction, and the best army to keep us away from stuff is social media. Now, I don't call this a conspiracy theory because you can't look away from this. What no about one, social media? What are you saying about I mean, social? Okay. Cool. So, 
when I say that, I say that because I'm call them they. And if you understand what I'm saying, you know what I mean. They know that everyone barely looks at a document or a book nowadays. Everyone knows. They know that. They know that you'll look on Instagram to find news before anything. So, mm. when I say that... Nobody's reading. Nobody's doing anything. Nobody Nobody's really... Nobody's learning what they're supposed to learn. The reason why I say this is not a conspiracy theory is because this man was a regular dude. This man was a cripple cares. You might as well just call, you might as well just call, you know, you might as well just call the government crips. The, Dem the Democrats and Republicans is Crips and Bloods because they've been going at each other for years. What's the difference? He was a Crip, okay. But this man knew stuff. And it wasn't even stuff that we didn't know or we couldn't have access to. It was just stuff he started to notice right. that was in our face. This man was a rapper. This man was a real estate mogul, mm -hmm. mogul mm -hmm. had properties, and not just properties of his own houses, properties that helped his community in addition to his store literally like right next door he was building a barbershop mm. that wasn't that wasn't you know in effect he knew all this stuff and he taught all these people about basically something that we all know but you gonna keep ignoring and that is that you do not, this, they're trying to put you in a box. You do not have to do one thing all your life. And they're trying to think that just because you grew up a certain way, you can't know real estate. Because you grew up a certain way, you can't know stocks. Because you grew up a certain way, you can't know all these things. He probably read and did his own research. I'm sure he did. Dr. Sebi ain't just on your timeline every day. That's for sure. Some of you didn't even know who he was until, until a post now. was made yeah. on Instagram. Until which now. is exactly why I keep saying that's the biggest, biggest platform. That's Washington Post nowadays. No one even reads a newspaper no more. Y'all know he was there because it popped up on her timeline with everyone saying RIP under his pictures. Don't get me wrong. That's how I found out. Because I didn't think, nobody, I didn't think to look and see if this man was dead. I had just watched him earlier. Did you, before, before you got the news about his death, before you knew, yeah, before, before you knew about his death, mm -hmm. did you know about the documentary that he was making about Dr. Siegel? Is it there enough? Did you know? Or did you find I had, out about I had that? seen I had seen it, yes, when that was something I had seen it because he had an interview. Okay. But be, before that before that did you know who Dr. C B was? No right? I've heard about him, yes. Okay. So, um, but like, you know, with social media being a distraction, it happens to all of us. You know, you forget stuff like that. Um and you shouldn't. But in he had 
And everyone knows about this interview now. You know everyone. In the interview, he's talking about the documentary. He spoke about this documentary in mostly all the interviews following him doing it. That's the breakfast. It wasn't. Even, it wasn't a breakfast because it was another interview. And what's talk. scary yeah. is in this interview, he's talking about the documentary. He's talking about what it would entail. It wouldn't just entail about the death. It was going to entail what the research he found, because it's still there. How he got it, no one knows. But it's the fact of probably him being who he is and learning, finding information he needs to find to do this documentary. Mm -hmm. And what's scary is in the documentary, this man says, if I die for this documentary, y'all better ride for me. And what's scary is he knew. I personally feel like he knew. Tupac used to say things like that. That's true. And it was regards to if he dies because of certain things, because of certain things he spoke on. He used to say stuff like that. I promise you that Dr. King thought that all the time. He knew his life was probably going to end because of what he was doing. But his was so revolutionary. They didn't want it. That's not a conspiracy. That's a repeated chain of events. And at this point, if you keep calling it a conspiracy, you're doing exactly what they want us to, to do. My observation was on this day, this man was killed. Nothing else. Nothing was focused on nothing else. It was just focused on him. Six shots. I think it was five to his body and one to his head. A guy was talking about this, and he I follow him on Instagram as well. And a lot of people don't really notice what he said. They do. A lot of people just ignore it. They think he's just doing, you know, probably another conspiracy. But he said, that's a military-style hit. Five shots and one to his head. And then a day later, two other suspects pop up in this in this in this hit of two other people shot. If you literally watch this newscaster saying this, he looks scared. He looks like this is a script. I don't I watch the news, but I don't watch it because if the news didn't have fear, it wouldn't be the news. Everything that's why you think everything is piled up like a movie trailer. It's back to back with the music behind it for you to be scared of everything that's about to come on this thing. Well, that's, and that's true. And that's basically why years ago we stopped watching news in our house because, you know, it was just, it was, it was, it was depressing mm -hmm. to me. But, I mean, we, 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 been talking about this today but the one thing that this is the Braves Cafe mm -hmm. and you will probably say how can you how can you get great because we that's, that's what we talk about in on the Braves Cafe we're talking about real stuff in real time Real situations with real people. This is a real situation. 
that's going on. But the thing is, is that it's been going on for years, mm-hmm. for centuries, for decades. So where's the grace in that? Where's the grace in a man dying for trying to do something good for people? Where's the grace in a man starting one way and then ending up another way? And people just, 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 I mean, I don't know. I saw, I saw the uh, picture of this guy that they've arrested. One, he's a black guy. The thing that is bothering me is that this guy says, because this is one of the things that they tried to put out when uh, when uh, he was shot, that he had gang ties. And the one thing that the guy, who this guy's testimony or whatever, was that this wasn't a gang uh, affiliated thing. That him and this guy, him and Nipsey Hussle had a, a another situation mm-hmm. that they were dealing with and that's why that's why he did it. No that that's nonsense, first of all. But I've been watching, you know, I've been watching and I'm a pretty good judge of character. Mm-hmm. I can watch you and tell who you really are. Mm-hmm. I've always been like that. I could just look at people mm-hmm. and I watched this guy today. Mm-hmm. I watched, you know, him on I watched him on a Breakfast Club. I watched him on another interview. And I, you know, I just watched him. Just to see if I could pick something like that up. And I didn't pick up anything like that and so my thing is we're we're talking about grace on this podcast but where's the grace in what just happened the other day I mean how can you see grace in that I mean from this I'm I'm gonna give my I'm gonna give my opinion but from your point of view, where's the where's the grace in that? Everyone right now is mourning. They're mourning, you know, they're not just mourning his death. They're mourning that he's gone. They're mourning out of fear. They're mourning because they feel like they can't do anything. They feel scared of doing something they can to do because they feel like they're going to lose their life. And with God's through grace, I'm sure all the way up to the point of his death, he wasn't perfect. I'm sure of that. I'm sure that when he was in the game, he had many more worse enemies than he did when he died. Now, we don't know. I don't know his beliefs. But what I do know 
is that if he if he didn't know God and he loved God, grace has shown all throughout his career to the point where all of these, if anyone has noticed, with everyone that we found as a revolutionary or someone that was to remember, has anyone ever noticed that all of their words are captured on, on video? It's captured on audio. It's captured. Everything they're doing is still spoken to this day. He could have been killed a long time ago if it was up to a gang. He could have been killed a long time ago. But God knew what this man would do. He knew where his mind was. He knew that his mind was far way more up than of his years than people thought it was. Because when, when you look at him, he think he's just a crib from L.A. He's just a cool dude. But for him to speak to people two times his age and to give them knowledge that they should know, you can't tell me that's nobody else. For the mistakes he probably made in his game to the time he was out of it, that was all, that was grace because he gave him a second chance. To do what he's supposed to do. And you said it's and back no, there. And no, don't tie this to I do well, God does me well. That's not at all. Because this man did none of this to get nothing in return. And the reason why you know that is because of the fact that my dad didn't know who he was shows he did this for nothing in return. He didn't want praise. If all these people said I didn't know who he was, that alone shows that he did it the right way. And what a lot of people don't know is that even although it's good to see, in the Bible it actually says that God doesn't want us to capture the good we do. Everything that's done that only he can see is something he praised. Because he knows that came from your heart and not from your craving of an audience. Mm. Wow. Before he died, did anyone even know what he was doing? Did anyone even know who he was. They didn't even, even know all the businesses he's owned. Everything he's invested in. No. Everyone didn't know that. Because he didn't feel the need to say that. To I honestly knew nothing about the dude. Yeah. But the thing is, I think I think basically the grace part of this is that regardless of the situation he's, he's, he got to do yeah. he got to do some good in this world he got to do some good in this world and at the same time which I believe is the same with everybody he got a chance to show people was really 
going on in this world. And it's right in your face. Mm -hmm. It's right in your face. And you can see it. And by you seeing it, you can actually change. Mm -hmm. And take a different route. And But the thing is, is that we won't, we won't take that route because of fear of what may happen to us. Mm. And I, I mean, and, and, you know, I mean, I'm doing what I do, but I'm not doing what I do for money, mm -hmm. for recognition, for praise, or anything like that. I do this podcast because there's knowledge, there's stuff that people need to know that I have been given knowledge on. And if I, the only way I get to keep what I've been, been given is to give it away. And that's the same thing this guy was doing. The only way he got to keep what the, the knowledge and the ideas that he got in his head was to give it away, and he gave it away. The Bible says that God so loved the world that he gave. This whole thing is about giving, but the receiving part, the receiving part is receiving what's in your mind. That's what it is. So this is the grace part. This is, he was graced to do everything that he did. We don't know, you know, what he was thinking. But what I do know was that he was not thinking of dying that day. He had too much going on. He was doing too much. And he wasn't doing it for himself. He was doing it for you. He was doing it. For me, he was doing it for everybody that wanted to see something better going on in their life. And it's a shame how how this thing is is and, and, and I'm I'm curious to see how this thing plays out. I really want to see how it plays out. They, you know, you had a suspect, but now you didn't arrest a suspect until today. It's all well and fine. That's cool. But, you know, just like, I mean, I heard um, Dr. Uh, I can't remember his name, but we talk about 50 years later. 48, 50 years later, we're finding out that Martin Luther King didn't die. By the bullet that he was shot with, he died by, uh, um, by the doctor that was caring for him. But my thing is, is that stuff like this goes is going on, and we have to pretty much pay attention to it. You gotta pay attention to it. If I if 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 I was in a position to pay attention to what was going on in this country when I first went to jail at 12 years old, then a lot that I went through, I wouldn't have gone through. 
but I wasn't asleep. I was just ignorant to the fact that this country wants to, you know, incarcerate black men. I was ignorant to the fact. And so, you know, I kept getting caught up in that cycle, kept getting caught up in that cycle. And if I, if I knew now, if I knew then at 12 years old what I know now, would I have avoided it? So this is this is basically I, I, I feel for him. I feel for his family. I feel for everybody that feels for him. But this is a wake up call. Not only for us, but for this country. For our children. The one thing I had to tell my daughter is that, you know, because she was like, why? Why? Hey. That was something, I, you know, that was something I was going to ask regardless. Because sometimes when you really still thinking about it, that's all you really can say is just why. But, but that's a I already know. That's a legitimate yeah. question. Yeah. Why? But even, even gathering a, a answer in your mind we there's still, no there answer. is no answer there's no answer but there is no answer because whether the answer we do say it's not going to change us knowing why they did it because it doesn't matter it doesn't matter it doesn't matter why they did it but here's what Here's what we know that we can't do. And I don't know who this may reach. I don't know who this may speak to. This is coming from my heart. Here's one thing we can't do. And I'll take it from this. And that was another thing that this guy said. And it was, there has been, there has been no gang wars. For a while. And there has there hasn't been. There hasn't been. So that means there hasn't been no lockup. There hasn't been no shooting. There hasn't been much. There hasn't been much problems really. And this happens. They shoot this man in clear view. They shoot him brutally. Knowing that there were a lot of people there that day. They did that purposely. Knowing that there were a lot of people watching, knowing that when this footage pops up on your feed, a crawling fear is going to pop up in you. Saying that they shot this dude in his hood, they did that purposely. So, because what does this do? It sets off what was fine, it makes two people go back at war. For no reason whatsoever. Do y'all think that this man died not knowing that he would die? He wouldn't say that in his interview. He didn't know. But if he was still alive, he wouldn't want his words to go in vain. He didn't say all this to make it sound good. He didn't do all this just to make it look good. He didn't say all the stuff that we have to do for no reason. 
Don't let this man's plan die with him. And it's sad to say, because this isn't the first time this man, this plan has been spoken. A lot of people have lost their lives saying the same plan, but in different generations. Everything this man did, we could do, and that is what scares me. Everything he did, we have the possibility to do. All these problems that they won't fix and don't want to fix because it's not priority to them and they don't care, we can do. They don't want to do that because it makes them look like if we can do it, what's the government for? But that doesn't mean you don't do it. Everything this man has spoken, everything people have spoken in the past, you have to take it and you have to make your own version of it. You don't have to be a celebrity to do anything. You don't have to. It's something that I want everybody to grasp. Because I'm just 20. And they're trying to take away what can give us a voice. When in reality, we have to be our own voice. As much as I love it. And as much as I love an Instagram post about someone saying how influential they were and rest in peace, that's not going to change a word. If after this dies down, so does your care for the matter. In a few weeks, sadly, everybody going to go back to their hustles. They're going to go back to what they're doing. I ain't mad at it. But for some, his words are going to fade. Because they think that the problem solved by a suspect being taken into custody. And when we don't even look at it, this, this, this suspect probably has the same fear because he's been told, you're going to take this rat. Well, you might as well just kiss your life goodbye. But either way, well, the thing is, but either way, you know what I'm saying? But either way, this man... He's going probably. This man's die life is on anyway. This man's life is on the line because of people who think that killing this man is gonna do anything. And that's another thing that bothers me. These people killed his people killed his family. Or went after his family. Because they didn't know where he was. Why are you doing what they do to us? That gives them more reason to have, to, to have crime in that city. They went after this man's family because they couldn't find him. And these are probably people who were upset because Nipsey died. That isn't going to solve a thing in this world. Locking this man up isn't going to solve a thing in this world. Killing this man isn't going to solve a thing in this world. If we stay oblivious to what's sitting right in front of us. And with that, we're going to wrap this up with a question, which was actually the the topic of this podcast. What about Nipsey Hussle? What about him? What about Nipsey Hussle? Because Nipsey Hussle is me. It's her, it's you, it's your child, 
It's your sister. It's your brother. It's your mother, your father. What about Nipsey Hussle? What are we going to get out of this? Because every situation has potential for you to learn something. For you to gather something. For you to do something. So what about Nipsey Hussle? Because that's the, I mean, that's, a, that's the question. But it's not just the question. It's the way you ask that question. You can ask it, what about him? Or you can ask, what about Nipsey Hussle? What about him? What about what he was doing? What about what he stood for? What about because they've been given, giving black men a bad rap for a long time. And, and the labels that they put on us are not the labels that they should have been putting on us. So what about Nipsey Hussle? What about you? To wrap this up, we're going to pray our way out. And I just want you to think about everything that was said here today. Father God, first of all, thank you for this day. Thank you for an opportunity to speak to a people, a person, a group of people, a country, or wherever my, this podcast may go. We pray for this young man's family. We pray for all of the families that will be affected by this. For all the people that will be affected by this. But here's what we really pray. That you will ignite something on the inside of us. To do something better. To do something loving. To do something that most people won't do. And that's the fight to keep moving, to get better. We pray for this country. We pray for the leaders in this country. And we pray for your grace and your mercy to rain down on us like never before. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Thank you for tuning in. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to the Grace Cafe. Join us next week for the Grace Cafe. God bless.
found out what life is worth Not in the books that I find No, but by searching my mind I don't condemn, I don't convert This is a calling, have you heard? Cause no one's gonna lose 